Hello and welcome to the John Henry Weston Show. I'm the co-founder and editor-in-chief of LifeSite News. One of the biggest struggles inside the Catholic Church since the 1960s has been the internal war over contraception. If you know your modern church history, you'll remember that a majority of cardinals and bishops who Pope Paul VI asked to look into the question of contraception came back actually with a report suggesting that the church change her teaching and allow for it. There was a minority report as well written by Cardinal Carol Wojtyla, who of course later became Pope John Paul II. He told Pope Paul VI that the church's teaching could not be changed. And we know what happened. We know the encyclical Humanae Vitae came out in 1968 and actually resulted in a revolt in the church. Well, it seems that Pope Francis has not only reopened that debate, that bitter debate, but also said the opposite on the question. But very few have even taken notice, and that is the subject of the John Henry Weston Show today. And I'm your host, John Henry Weston, co-founder and editor-in-chief of LifeSite News. And let's begin, as we always do, with the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. In a March 2014 interview with Corriera de la Sera, Francis said that the question of birth control must be answered not by, quote, changing the doctrine, but by, quote, making pastoral ministry take into account the situations which it is possible for people to do. Speaking of Paul VI's Humanae Vitae, Pope Francis said, Paul VI himself at the end recommended to confessors much mercy and attention to concrete situations, end quote. During a November 2015 press conference on his return flight from Africa, Pope Francis was asked, and I quote, Is it not time for the Church to change its position on the matter, to allow the use of condoms to prevent more infections? In his response, Pope Francis stated, and I quote, Yes, it is one of the methods. The moral of the Church on this point is found here faced with a perplexity, the fifth or the sixth commandment defend life, or that sexual relations are open to life." End quote. He continued with these quotes. But this isn't the problem. The problem is bigger. A little later he said, this question makes me think the one they asked Jesus. Tell me, teacher, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? Is it obligatory to heal? The question, is doing this lawful? A little bit later he added to this response, but malnutrition, development of the person, slave labor, the lack of drinking water, these are the problems. Let's not talk about can one use the type of patch or that for a small wound. The serious wound is social injustice, environmental injustice. A little later he added, I think the trafficking of arms, when these problems are no longer there, I think then we can ask the question, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? Because if the trafficking of arms continues, wars are the biggest cause of mortality, and he said, I would say not to think about whether it's lawful or not to heal on the Sabbath. I would say to humanity, make justice, and when all are cured, when there's no more injustice, then we can talk about the Sabbath. And there are more recent examples as well. In April 2018, an Argentinian religious sister, acclaimed for her work against trafficking and exploitation of children said publicly that Pope Francis told her that responsible parenthood requires contraception in some cases. In an interview with the Argentinian radio program Cronica Anunciada, 
Carmelite missionary sister Martha Poloni said Pope Francis, quote, told me three words, end quote, about the need for responsible parenthood among the poor rural women, quote, condoms, transitory and reversible. Sister Poloni, who is opposed to abortion, said that the Pope told her various forms of contraception could be permissible to prevent poor women from choosing abortion. She included condoms, a diaphragm, and as a last resort, which is what we advise for rural women that we serve because I have a foundation for the peasantry, tuba ligation, end quote. And she said again, if there is sex education and state responsibility to care for women in poverty, we do not need to decriminalize abortion because it will not be necessary to have an abortion, end quote. That was the superior of the Carmelite missionaries. The Vatican neither confirmed nor denied the Pope's comments to Sister Poloni. In fact, LifeSite News contacted Vatican spokesman Greg Burke for comment, but received no response. But the most devastating contradiction of the Church's teaching came in 2016, when on his February return flight from Mexico, the Pope was asked by one reporter whether the Church can, I quote, take into consideration the concept of the lesser of two evils, end quote, and he was talking about when it comes to the question of presenting pregnancy or to avoid transmission of the AIDS virus. Well, the Pope opened his answer by categorically condemning abortion as a solution to the Zika virus, but on the question of avoiding pregnancy, he added, and I quote, We are speaking in terms of the conflict between the Fifth and the Sixth Commandment. The great Paul VI, in a difficult situation in Africa, permitted sisters to use contraception for cases of rape, end quote. He said, and I quote again, Avoiding pregnancy is not an absolute evil. End quote. And he said again, quote, in certain cases, as in this one, such as the one I mentioned of Blessed Paul VI, it was clear. Now, the Pope's answer in the apparent parallel he drew between the case of the nuns' use of contraception and the case of the use of contraception in cases of Zika virus has widely led to the interpretation that the Pope was approving the use of contraception in some cases. In fact, many of the media went to Vatican spokesman Federico Lombardi for clarification, and on February 19th he affirmed, in fact, that the Holy Father was indeed speaking of condoms and contraceptives, and he said couples could rightly, and I quote, avoid pregnancy, end quote, in the wake of the Zika virus scare. Father Lombardi told Vatican Radio that the contraceptive or condom, in particular cases of emergency or gravity, could be the object of discernment in serious cases of conscience. This is what the Pope said, end quote. According to Father Lombardi, the Pope spoke of, quote, the possibility of taking recourse to contraception or condoms in cases of emergency special, uh, or special situations. He is not saying that this is a possibility is accepted without discernment. Indeed, he said clearly that it can be considered in cases of special urgency, end quote. As LifeSite writer Matthew Hoffman pointed out, this appears to be an almost perfect contradiction to Paul VI. In fact, Humanae Vitae seemed to perfectly anticipate the arguments made by Pope Francis. Neither is it valid to argue as a justification for sexual intercourse, which is deliberately contraceptive, that a lesser evil is to be preferred to a greater one. 
end quote. A little bit later on in Humani Vitae, Pope Paul VI said, Though it is true that sometimes it is lawful to tolerate a lesser moral evil in order to avoid a greater evil or in order to promote a greater good, it is never lawful, even for the gravest reasons, to do evil that good may come of it. In other words, to intend directly something which is of its very nature contradicts the moral order and which must therefore be judged unworthy of man even though the intention is to protect or promote the welfare of an individual or family or society in general. Although Paul VI recognized the lesser of evils might be tolerated for the sake of avoiding greater evils, he expressly condemned the notion that one could morally defend an act of contraception which he calls, and I quote, intrinsically wrong, by claiming that a lesser evil is to be preferred to a greater one. This appears to be the precise reasoning of Pope Francis. The Holy Bible itself indicates that God hates contraception. As the encyclical Casti Conubi says, God, and I quote, regards with greatest detestation this horrible crime and at times has punished it with death. As St. Augustine notes, and I quote, intercourse even with one's legitimate wife is unlawful and wicked where the conception of the offspring is prevented. Onan, the son of Judah, did this and the Lord killed him for it. End quote. The rejection of God's command to be fruitful and multiply, the very first command given in the scriptures to mankind in Genesis 1.28. In our current day, this can be seen as the heart of the attack on marriage and the family. The late Cardinal Kafara revealed at our Rome Life Forum a couple of years ago now that this attack is actually the fulfillment of the prophecy of Our Lady of Fatima about the, and I quote, final battle between our Lord and the reign of Satan. Humani Vitae warned of many of the consequences of the acceptance of contraception in ways which make it look like a prophetic document today. The encyclical warned of four resulting trends. A general lowering of moral standards throughout society, a rise in infidelity, a lessening of respect for women by men, and the coercive use of reproductive technologies by governments. Of course, these things have all happened. A general lowering of moral standards is painfully obvious today. Paul VI warned, and I quote, another effect that gives cause for alarm is that a man who grows accustomed to the use of contraceptive methods may forget the reverence due to a woman and disregarding her physical and emotional equilibrium reduce her to being a mere instrument for the satisfaction of his own desires." End quote. Compare that to when the Anglican Church at the Lambeth Conference in 1930 gave a very tentative, shy kind of approval to contraception. When the Anglicans first approved contraception in 1930 at the Lambeth Conference, it was done with words and sentiments actually very similar to the justifications for second marriage without annulment uh, provided in Amoris Laetitia. At the Lambeth Conference, the Anglican leadership didn't just plainly say contraception is now permitted, they actually pointed to hard cases and employed many heart-rending justifications to get what was the first breach against openness to life in the Christian world. And I quote from it, where there is clearly felt moral obligation to limit or avoid parenthood, the method must be decided on Christian principles, said the Lambeth Statement. It 
he continued this way, and I quote, the primary and obvious method is complete abstinence from intercourse as far as may be necessary. In a life of discipline and self-control lived in the power of the Holy Spirit. Nevertheless, in those cases where there is such clearly felt moral obligation to limit or avoid parenthood, and where there is a morally sound reason for avoiding complete abstinence, the conference agrees that other methods may be used provided that this is done in the light of the same Christian principles. The conference records its strong con condemnation of the use of any methods of conception control from motives of selfishness, luxury, or mere convenience." End quote. Wow, doesn't that sound familiar for all those who have read Amoris Laetitia? But nonetheless, Despite all of the Christian-sounding justifications presented at the Lambeth Conference, the Catholic Church at the time pronounced its judgment on the Anglican decision in Pope Pius XI's encyclical, encyclical Casti Canubi. Pope Pius XI lambasted the Lambeth Conference approval of contraception. Even though he didn't name the Anglicans, he made it eminently clear to whom he was referring. In paragraph 56 of Casti Canubi, the Pope described the Lambeth decision as, and I quote, openly departing from the uninterrupted Christian tradition for, and I quote again, another doctrine which constitutes moral ruin. Now, the decision, he said, the Pope said, defiled the chastity of marriage with a, quote again, foul stain. Pope Pius' conclusion on the point bears repeating for all of us to hear, and even more urgently today than it was necessary in his time. He said, and I quote, this is in Casti Canubi again, any use whatsoever of matrimony exercised in such a way that the act is deliberately frustrated in its natural power to generate life is an offense against the law of God and of nature, and those who indulge in such are branded with the guilt of grave sin." End quote. Remember, at LifeSite News, we're about caritas and veritate, the love and truth. Do you love Pope Francis enough to pray and fast for him, to end the confusion that he has caused? Will you write to him and beg him to end this confusion? For his sake, for the sake of the church, for the sake of your children and grandchildren, it's the charitable thing to do. Remember to sign up to receive notice of each new episode of the John Henry Weston Show at the links below. And by the powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, may God bless you and all your family.